Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. The best athletes don't just play the game, they change it. When it comes to investing, GameBridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive, it's easy, and best of all, it's on your terms. No wonder GameBridge has earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. Get started today with as little as $1,000 at GameBridge.io. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Michelin tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Outkick the coverage with Clay Travis live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Well, Dodger fans exult from a 3-1 series deficit. Clayton Kershaw it looked like the Dodgers were not going to advance to the World Series. They come surging back. You know it's a big story. Went on an NFL Monday and a college football Monday. We are leading with what felt like a classic Game 7. Braves take an early 2-0 lead in this game, then lead 3-2 before the Dodgers hit two home runs by Kike Hernandez and Cody Bellinger to win 4-3. to three. It was a uh, an unbelievable game. I mean, plays at the plate. You had base running mishaps. You had a lot of different uh, high-pressure pitches. I mean, just every pitch felt like it was freighted with, uh, with so much difficulty. And... The Braves give up the 3-1 to one series lead. And the Atlanta area sports fan, between this, the 28-3, to three, the Georgia Bulldogs being, uh, being able to, uh, to snatch defeat from the jaws of victory, the Tua pass, we were talking about Tua earlier, but the Tua pass that made him a legend at Alabama to win the national championship. After Georgia had been in control, Jalen Hurts gets benched. Tua comes in and wins in overtime for Alabama. I mean, I asked which was more difficult, the 28-3 to lead or 
the uh, or giving up the 3-1 series lead. And most people are saying the 28-3 lead in the Super Bowl, and I understand that. But losing three straight games when you're, especially if you factor in Game 5 when you were up 2 nothing and Mookie Betts, I mean, I think that's that catch that he made uh, right at his shoe tops and then throwing it in and being able to catch Marcel Ozuna leaving early would have made it a 3 nothing game. Instead, the Dodgers come back to win that one and then win game six and then obviously win game seven with a huge Cody Bellinger home run in the bottom of the seventh that, that effectively ended that, uh, that, that game. Braves don't really have any success in their final six hitters for a team that made an awful lot of noise in late innings. They just kind of quietly went away and... It's all uh, it's all kind of wild to think about the Dodgers coming back and Clayton Kershaw losing game four, and now he's going to have the opportunity probably, I would think, to start game one in this series against the Tampa Bay Rays. And by the way, the Rays gave up a 3-0 lead and then fought back to win game seven to avoid losing four in a row to the Houston Astros. So the World Series is set. It's going to be the Tampa Bay Rays going up against the Dodgers. Dodger fans have to be wildly optimistic that they can win their first title now since 1988. And I, you guys know, if you listen to this show regularly, my family have become Braves fans because my 10-year-old has become a huge Atlanta Braves fan. And we went down for his birthday and stayed in the hotel where you can look into the stadium. And he's still not awake my 10-year-old fell asleep last night with the Braves up 3-2. to two. It was a late-night game, and he hasn't woken up yet, but uh, he's going to be just crushed. Now, we did have a big day. We went and watched the Titans steal a game from the Texans. He also roots for Alabama, but when he wakes up, and I imagine there's going to be a lot of Braves fans, uh, young kids who fell asleep because that game was so late last night, uh, especially for people on the the East Coast, that's going to be a tough one to hear that they ended up losing four to three. And uh, and he doesn't even know this, and he probably won't ever know because he's too young. He doesn't listen to the show. But I had a World Series. We were going to make a quick trip to the World Series. I was going to get him tickets for a game or two, depending on how many games it went. I'd already booked our, our hotel and I had already booked our uh, our airfare. I was going to surprise him for the Braves in the World Series. And uh, and I was excited to go, too. I'm not going to lie. I've kind of adopted the Braves as a part of uh, his fandom as well. We were going to hop down for a quick trip to uh, to Dallas. His mom doesn't even know this yet. She might be hearing it in the car. We got a busy week uh, at OutKick in general. Um, going to be some cool news that you're going to hear about OutKick this week. But I can't even tell you about it right now. But I'm traveling a couple of different times. Going to be away. Then I'm going to uh, to to go watch Tennessee play against Alabama. I don't even know if I want to go in the state in the stadium after the way the University of Tennessee looked against Kentucky. It's going to be, uh, I think, an epic beatdown that Alabama is going to deliver. But I'm going to be with a couple of friends up in Knoxville for uh, for that game this weekend. But uh, but uh, yeah, I was going to try to get away with him. We're going to go down. I mean, how often are the Braves going to be in the World Series? I don't think that often. I mean, I'd like for them to be there regularly, but they haven't been there since the 90s. And uh, it's hard to get to the World Series. And they had three opportunities to get there, and they couldn't quite do it. Now, the Braves have a young team, and there's certainly reason for optimism. But man, 
Dodger fans have to feel like this is the time. This is now their opportunity. And for Clayton Kershaw, if they don't win it now, I mean, I, I really don't know when they're ever going to be able to uh, to win the series. So that was just a, uh, I mean, just the Mookie Betts catch on the what should have been, looked like it was going to be a Freddie Freeman home run to give the Braves a couple of run lead. And I think probably if you're a Braves fan, what you would focus on the most is the ground ball from Marcakis right to the shortstop. Kike Hernandez, he throws it home and they catch. At that point in time, the Braves had a 3-2 to two lead and they had runners on second and third with a real opportunity with no outs to potentially blow the game wide open and take a several run lead. And instead, they turned second and third and nobody out a ground ball to short into a uh, into a double play and a runner on first and officially like ended it basically. So I just uh, I I just think it's uh, it's fascinating to think about now going forward into the World Series and you have was such an interesting dynamic here where the Dodgers have a massive fan base. I mean, just a huge fan base that has been rooting for a World Series title since 1988. The Rays have no fans. I mean, I don't know what it will look like in Dallas with there being, what is it, like 11,000 fans, I think, that they're letting into that stadium. Will 50 of them be Rays fans? I mean, L.A. is relocating to Dallas, and they are going to completely take over Dodger, basically turn that uh, Arlington Stadium into Chavez Ravine South. I guess maybe it's Chavez Ravine North. Dallas is da- – this is actually a question for you, Dub. Pull up the map. The map. L.A. is below Dallas, right? Am I correct in that? I This is like, a, like I'm now having geographic flashbacks because the way you look at uh, – like when I think of Texas, I think of Texas as being further south than – uh, than than California, but L.A. is further south than Dallas, isn't it? Do we have a map, Dub? I believe I'm looking but at my did, map. I, right is that as an, we is speak. that an idiotic question for me, or no, you also like it, like it also? Is, it is strikingly close. Yeah, I believe from my eye, which is you know, granted, maybe not the best. It's looking to me like Dallas is a bit farther south. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. But it is not by much if we're looking at uh, longitude and latitudes here. Minuscule amounts. Minuscule amounts. But my my analogy I was trying to make there is Chavez Chavez Ravine South. And by the way, for those of you out there wondering about Danny G, who is Dodger fan extraordinaire, Danny G is out Monday and Tuesday of this week. He's on vacation. We've talked about this before. Uh, The way the show works is Everybody but me takes vacations all the time. So Danny G is out Monday and Tuesday. So uh, I was saying Chavez Ravine South down in Dallas. But I I mean, how many Rays fans are there in actuality? Not many. How many Rays fans are committed enough to travel to Dallas to watch a neutral site game? I think the same thing would have been true if the Braves had won that entire Dallas stadium would have been Atlanta Braves fans. I mean, they would have been doing the chop like crazy, and I would have been one of them 
alongside my uh, 10-year-old. And instead, we're now set up for what will be, I think, a, uh, a complete home field advantage for the Dodgers. So uh, congratulations to the Dodgers getting the win. Uh, poor Braves fans out there. You've got a young team. Maybe they can make another run. I think the challenge for the Braves is, I don't know what's going to happen with Marcelo Zuna, but he had such an incredible season sort of pairing him with Freddie Freeman. I don't know if the Braves are going to go back and re-sign him for big money because it was a one-year $18 million deal. And every team is a little bit different than the one before. But I think you know what's so challenging is to get that close and have leads in you're up 3-1 and you have a multi-run lead in game five and in game seven and you're not able to close out either of those situations, that's pretty difficult in general uh, to uh, to think about. I'm looking at the map right now. I think you're right. I think that Dallas is, in fact, south of Los Angeles. So it can be Chavez Ravine south. Uh, but the point is, there are not going to be anybody there rooting for the Rays. The Dodgers are going to have a massive home field advantage to the extent that matters at all and they'll be playing in front of their fans and there'll be a lot of people I would think in LA who are excited who want to see a Dodger game take place in person that will be filling up those flights from LA to Texas to be able to watch the game all right when we come back we're going to be uh, talking about all the NFL it's rare that we spend time on Monday talking about anything other than the NFL and college football. We will be talking about the NFL next uh, and breaking down everything that we saw. I appreciate all of you for hanging out with us. Encourage you to go sign up for the OutKick VIP at OutKick.com. When we come back, breaking down NFL Week 6. What did we learn? That'll be next. It's OutKick on Fox Sports Radio. This is OutKick, the coverage with Clay Travis. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find just the right battery for your vehicle. When you're a do-it-yourselfer and need a specialty tool to finish the job stop by o'reilly auto parts and ask about their loaner tool program simply pay a refundable deposit and borrow the right tool then get your deposit back when it's returned need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly the professional parts people at o'reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto do-it-yourself and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at OReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's OReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and who doesn't want better sex? But if you have ED, you may be struggling and dragging your feet on solving the problem. Don't put off having a better sex life any longer. Check out Him Sex Shoes and bring a new level of excitement and confidence to your sex life. The process is simple and 100% online, no uncomfortable doctor's visits. No insurance is needed. Pay one low price for your treatments, online visits, ongoing shipments, and provider messaging. Hims has hundreds of thousands of trusted subscribers, so if ED is getting you down it's time to change that start your free online visit today at hymns.com slash two pros that's h-i-m-s.com slash two pros for your personalized ed treatment options hymns.com slash two pros prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate restrictions apply see website for details and important safety information subscription required price varies based on product and subscription plan sex are compounded products and have not been approved by the FDA. The FDA does not verify the safety or effectiveness of compounded drugs. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. The best athletes don't just play the game, they change it. When it comes to investing, GameBridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive, it's easy, and best of all, it's on your terms. You make every play, you call every shot, from choosing trusted financial products to deciding how much and how long to invest, GameBridge puts the power in your hands. No wonder they've earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. They give you the tools you need to save and grow your money with reliable returns and take charge of your financial future. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. So change the game. Get started today with as little as $1,000 at GameBridge.io. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Yokohama tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installation near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerack.com sports to see their yokohama test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerack.com sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be as you wake up on the West Coast, a lot of talk about Game 7. We opened up the show with it. We'll close the show with it. But there's also a lot of interest, a ton of interest, in all of the NFL games that were going on yesterday. And in particular, the most interesting NFL game that was going on yesterday was, I think, and we talked about this a lot coming into Sunday. By the way, hate to brag or draw attention to myself. But the outkick six-pack of picks went 4-0 and so far. We've got both of the overs in tonight's and even this afternoon, depending on what uh, time zone you're in, double Monday night football header tonight. So we've got both of the overs in this game. So I would encourage you guys uh, to check that out and make sure that you're on top of, uh, of both of those games. And we've just been on such an unbelievable roll right now with our gambling picks. We went 4-0. But I told you... I spent a ton of time on it 
that the Bucks this was a circle the wagons game. And for those of you out there, you're like, what does circle the wagons mean? It's like an old pioneer thing out west when you're about to get raided and you know you're about to have to fight a battle. You pull all the wagons together, you circle them together, and you get set to fight and to battle with everybody. And I thought that the Bucks were so bad in that loss that they had against the Bears that I absolutely loved the Bucks going up against the undefeated Green Bay Packers. And most people disagreed with me on this. After I talked about it, we had so many of you out there just blowing up my mentions. Because ultimately, over 90% of gamblers were on the Packers to get it done against the Bucks. But I said, no, no, Brady wasn't good. Everybody was making fun of him for holding up four fingers for the way that that game ended against the Bears. And I'm here to tell you he's going to be a lot better next, all right? Even against a great competition. And so this was a uh, this was a circle the wagons game, and I got to give him credit. Dub, you were even though there was a lot of haters out there when we said the Bucks are going to win this game, uh, and and I said don't even worry about the points. I think Green Bay was like a point favorite. I said just take the Bucks on the money line. You were a big big backer of this pick, even though there's a lot of hate out in the social media streets over us backing the Bucks. You can't read all that crap. Biggest agreement of the year, and look what happened. Big time blowout. Big time blowout. Can't can't get caught up in the noise. Can't allow that to be a, a, a major determining factor for you. But so much noise out there. And I gotta tell you. Aaron Rodgers and the uh, and 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 really the Packers in general, they looked absolutely atrocious. But the Bucks just took control of them. It was never remotely close. It was a beatdown of epic proportions. I'm not sure how many times we're going to get to watch Brady and the Bucks play against Aaron Rodgers and the Packers again. We haven't gotten to see him obviously a ton because of the NFC AFC overlap over most of that time. But now that they're both in the NFC, this is so much fun to watch. And I just thought it was absolutely extraordinary uh, to get to watch that game. And the Bucks were phenomenal. So to me, that was one of the biggest takeaways in general from how good and how impressive the Bucks looked in getting that done. All right? So that was a huge win. Other big moments that I thought stood out from everything going on in the NFL – I got to tell you, how good did the Steelers look in just dominating the Browns? I mean, there was a lot of talk coming in. Oh, you know what? The Browns are for real. They're going to be able to make a move. They've won four in a row. Baker Mayfield, new Baker Mayfield, Odell Beckham, Jarvis Landry, all the success out there. And the Steelers just came in and took control of this game early, and it was never really a contest. And now the Steelers are going to be going on the road against my Titans. But remember, Steelers are up 24-0. They got a pick six in the first quarter. They're they're just rolling. And this was never, ever a game at all. And I think Browns fans are staring in the, mor- in the mirror right now, and they're like, oh, maybe, we're, maybe we should be a little bit nervous here. The other big takeaway, I thought, two more big takeaways in the NFL in particular. I thought that the Titans win over the Texans. Now, I'm a little bit biased because I was there. I was there with my two oldest sons. I was there with my nephew. And the Titans were left for dead 
in this game. They were up 21-7. They were cruising. They were attempting a field goal midway through the third quarter. Make that field goal. They're up two touchdowns. Suddenly, the wheels come off the defense. And I don't know how many of you got to watch the final drive, but touchdown with four seconds left to A.J. Brown. And then kick the extra point. And you saw at overtime, Deshaun Watson came out and he called tails. And then heads was the win. And as soon as they said heads, you saw Deshaun Watson react. And he was like, well, that's ball game. Because Derrick Henry and the Titans offense was almost unstoppable. They posted over 600 yards of offense, which has almost never been seen in the NFL. 600 yards of offense in an NFL game is unheard of. In fact, the Titans were the first team in NFL history with a 350-plus yard passer. Ryan Tannehill went for 364. And a 200-plus yard runner in the same game. It's literally never happened before in the history of the NFL that you could find yourself in that situation where there was that much level of dominance, not just for a team to be successful in the passing game, 350 yards passing, big deal, but also to go over 200 rushing. This Titan offense is for real. And so that is pretty crazy. And by the way, there was a lot of talk about as good as Derrick Henry is, that 94-yard run, if you didn't see it, go watch the highlights. Not only is he big, physically tough, and strong, but his ability to just hit next gears on his uh, on his running is just off the charts. I think they said he was nearly 21 miles an hour uh, on that run when he broke into the open field and no one could catch him. Uh, but Ryan Tannehill, there's a lot of question about whether it was the right decision to give big money to Ryan Tannehill, nearly $100 million from the Titans. And his 16-game pace right now, he's through five games, so we're still relatively early. But his 16-game pace, he's on pace to throw for over 4,300 yards, 42 touchdowns, and six INTs. And we talked about this last week, how basically Ryan Tannehill and Patrick Mahomes have almost the exact same statistics over the past 15 games. And we'll see how Tannehill does in this game. But this was uh, this was pretty wild to have uh, that situation, something that has truly never been done before in the history of the NFL. And, uh, and it was an amazing game for the Titans. Basically ended the Houston Texans season, sitting at 1-5. Titans get to 5-0. and oh, And we certainly are now set up for what I think you have to say is the biggest game of Week 7 – the Titans going up against the Steelers, two undefeated teams. There are only three undefeated teams left. The Seahawks are the only NFC team that's still undefeated. And then we've got two teams that are undefeated in the AFC. Obviously, there'll only be one undefeated team left in the AFC at the end of that game. The other big story that I think stood out, what is going on with the New England Patriots? They were bad. They were really bad. Now, if you're a Denver uh, Bronco fan, congratulations. You got back Drew Locke. He went on the road. He got the win. But this was a game that the New England Patriots never, ever lose during their dynasty. And I think it's fair to say that this dynasty run is officially over. Because New England, this is a crazy stat for you. The last time New England 
was below 500. I saw this and I was like, this is this is an unbelievable stat. The Patriots are below 500 through five games for the first time. They're two and three. For the first time since 2001, when Tom Brady led the team to the first of its six Super Bowl titles. New England has now snapped a streak of 18 consecutive seasons above 500 through five games, which was the longest streak in NFL history. And I'm not sure anybody will ever be this good ever again, but it is pretty wild to even think about how dominant for how long the New England Patriots have been. And it wasn't just that they played poorly. It was that Cam Newton coming off of the COVID list and having been out for a substantial period of time, that all of a sudden he is just come back down to earth. And as good as the Patriots looked, remember when Cam Newton got stopped in that incredible game we watched against the Seahawks on on the final play of the game where they tried to sneak it in with him? Uh, suddenly, he's able to run, but his passing is not coming along and progressing at the same level. And so he was just just okay. I mean, just okay in general when you think about that situation. And so that game stood out to me in a pretty big way. And then the Eagles almost came back. The other game that stands out to me is the Eagles almost found a way to come back against the Ravens. But the door is now wide open for Monday Night Football for Andy Dalton and the Cowboys if they can beat the Cardinals to just take complete control of the woeful NFC East given the fact that everybody just continues to lose left and right in that division. Uh, And so the Ravens, I think even if you're a Ravens fan, you would acknowledge that so far this year, the mojo, even though, look, I understand. I understand the Ravens are five and one and, but the mojo just doesn't feel the same with this Ravens team as it has felt in the past. Their offense is, is good, but not great. And even though they're 5-1, and one, I think that beatdown that they took from the Chiefs is kind of lingering in the back of their minds. And, uh, and so I don't feel like they have the same sort of uh, vibrancy that they had last year. The other game, and I know there are people out there who are like, oh my God, talk about us more. The Bears are 5-1. and Got to mention that the Bears are 5-1. and one. And I'm not convinced that the Bears are very good. I've been saying it for a while. They got outgained again. They didn't particularly run the football very well, but they found a way to win, and they are now sitting at 5-1, and one, and they are right now, I believe, Dub, you can confirm this, I believe they are in first place in the NFC North if the season were to end right now because the Packers are 4-1, and one, so uh, the Bears at the week six complete, the Bears are sitting at five and one, and they're in a pretty strong spot going forward as everybody starts to rotate in their bye weeks and everything else there. So those were the big storylines to me uh, from the week that was in the NFL. Also want to hit you with a couple of decent storylines from college football here as I run through everything that stood out to me in a big way about college football. It's that the the... And you heard us talking about this with Joel Klatt earlier. Bama is still Bama. Absolutely dominant performance by Alabama in the second half. 21-0. They just pulled away from Georgia. And I felt like Stetson Bennett did everything he could to keep that game close. But eventually, 
things just kind of went awry uh, in that way uh, for Georgia. And if you're a Georgia fan, it's still going to come down to the cocktail party. But I think if you watch that game, you said, wait a minute, how are we going to carry De- cover Devontae Smith and how are we going to cover Jalen Waddell? Alabama just seems to me to have more playmakers and Mac Jones just feels like a much more substantially talented quarterback than Stetson Bennett. That's not insulting Stetson Bennett, who I think has allowed Georgia to have the success that they have. And in the first half, his receivers didn't help him a lot with making catches, and he got a couple of bad bounces in terms of, uh, in terms of interceptions. But all in all, it is just, uh, it's just challenging to me to think about Georgia having much of a chance to beat Alabama in the SEC championship game. But if you're a Georgia fan, I think you go back to the drawing board. You say, okay, we lost this game. What did we learn from it? How can we get better? And ultimately, our season is going to be defined by whether or not we can win the cocktail party against Florida. If we win that one, we're probably going to be 9-1, and one, and we're probably going to be back in the mix to be able to potentially play ourselves into a championship. I feel like Alabama's not going to lose to anybody else on their schedule. I think if you look at the Crimson Tide, the rest of their schedule, it's a whole lot of teams that they are a lot better than. I think Alabama is going to be 10-0, and and I think they are going to be in pretty outstanding shape going forward. I feel like Alabama is going to be a playoff team. I also feel like Clemson, who hung 73 on poor Georgia Tech. I don't know what Georgia Tech said about Clemson's mom, but it must have been bad uh, because Clemson is going to be in the playoff too. And Alabama's final six, by the way, you can argue, I think pretty solidly, that already we have seen Alabama play the two toughest teams on their schedule, Texas A&M and Georgia. And the final six is Tennessee, Mississippi State, at LSU, Kentucky, Auburn, and Arkansas. I'm not saying that you can't lose. Certainly anything can happen in the world of college football, particularly in a COVID year. But I don't feel like... Alabama is going to lose to any of those games and if that's true then they're going to get into the into the SEC title game and all they're going to have to do is get there at 10 and 0 and even if they lost to Georgia they'd be into the playoff so that is uh, that is the big takeaway from Alabama that's a big takeaway from Clemson the other thing is on this show I would say the two biggest college football fans are Dub and myself and Dub I think you're with me here in that we have really, really difficult quarterbacks to watch. And in particular point of fact, I mean, I just, I, I don't even know how I can watch Jared Garantano for Tennessee. Congratulations to Kentucky for just taking it to Tennessee. But dub your Auburn Tigers with Bo Nix. They lost on the road against South Carolina. Our teams are going to play Tennessee and Auburn and I feel like both teams should just lie and claim that they have COVID so we don't have to watch both of these quarterbacks play against each other. That's fine with me. I mean, I may not. Well, first of all, South Carolina getting points at home this week against Auburn was maybe the easiest bet I'll win all season. I'll just say that. I'm not afraid to fade my own team. Yeah. Bo Nix, the last play of the game, it's fourth and goal or fourth and six, whatever it is. He runs around in circles and then he doesn't even throw the ball and the clock hits zero. Yeah, the lack not a good of sign on fourth down when your starting quarterback does not realize that he has to get a touchdown and can't. I mean, worst case scenario, right? You just throw it in the end zone and hope it gets knocked around. Maybe you get a pass interference call. Like the one thing that you cannot do is allow that clock to expire without at least giving your team a chance to win. 
Absolutely. It's tough to watch, and I know you're in a very similar boat to me. It's uh, it's a sad time for myself and, and yourself right now in terms of our uh, our beloved teams. I just got to say, I mean, if you throw two pick sixes, I mean, you know how hard it is to throw a pick six, right? One of them was a linebacker returning the ball 85 yards. Like, that's almost impossible to do. It wasn't even a defensive back. Uh, double pick sixes in the game, double pick sixes in a ha- in a half is is virtually unheard of. And so uh, that that put Tennessee in a 14-point hole. And I talked to Joel Klatt a little bit earlier about that. I do think with only conference play going on, there are a lot less opportunities for bad play to to get ignored, right? And what I mean by that is, um, you know, it's just you got to be up in the same way that you do with the NFL. For instance, the Packers got dominated yesterday. I don't think anything anybody thinks that means the Packers are not bad. Sometimes it's just not your Sunday. I feel like there's a lot more tough games being played since it's all conference, and everybody kind of knows you better in conference than they do when you're out of conference. And so I, I think those results are all kind of factoring in in that way. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, no one is going to claim that the Green Bay Packers are a bad football team. We saw the Rams struggle mightily against San Francisco as well. So yeah. these guys are just college kids, and with this schedule, it's way, way more challenging than a normal year. So I, I couldn't agree more. This is Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find just the right battery for your vehicle. When you're a do-it-yourselfer and need a specialty tool, to finish the job, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and ask about their loaner tool program. Simply pay a refundable deposit and borrow the right tool, then get your deposit back when it's returned. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto do-it-yourself and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. The best athletes don't just play the game, they change it. When it comes to investing, GameBridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive, it's easy, and best of all, it's on your terms. You make every play, you call every shot, from choosing trusted financial products to deciding how much and how long to invest, GameBridge puts the power in your hands. No wonder they've earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. They give you the tools you need to save and grow your money with reliable returns and take charge of your financial future. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. So change the game. Get started today with as little as $1,000 at GameBridge.io. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. 
Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying cows are bust. You can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my, my game. game. <laughs> hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of hand-cooked tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their hand-cooked test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Some Dodger fans having a lot more fantastic of a Monday than some Braves fans out there. Uh, We are here in the Geico Outkick Studios, and man, between the Georgia Bulldogs, between the Atlanta Falcons just yanking everybody's hearts out on a regular basis, and the Braves, Georgia area sports fans, Atlanta area sports fans, for those of you who don't know geography well, and certainly I'm one of them because I was trying to debate which was further south, Dallas or L.A., to start off this program uh, this hour. I uh, Athens is not very far from Atlanta. So Athens, roughly an hour drive-ish outside of Atlanta. So there are a lot of people listening to me this morning because we have a huge audience in Atlanta and the Atlanta area who were all geeked up for the Georgia Bulldog game against Alabama. And then Alabama scores 24 unanswered to win that game against Georgia. And they were all geeked up about the Atlanta Braves all weekend long after the win, right, on Thursday night. You had Friday, you had Saturday, and you had Sunday win either of those days. And you're going to be able to celebrate a trip to the World Series for the first time since the 1990s. And instead, the Georgia Bulldogs get crushed and the Atlanta Braves lose three straight. And, man, that's just a uh, that's a tough hit. Just a tough hit. And, uh, and my 10-year-old's going to be feeling it. I'm, we're now a Braves fan family, so congrats to the Dodgers. But that was a, uh, that was a brutal trio of games, especially to have the lead in game five to be up 2-0 and for Marcelo Zuna to blow it trying to tag after a great catch by Mookie Betts. Mookie Betts had three, I would say, phenomenal catches in this series. 
including one to steal a home run from Freddie Freeman in game seven. And then as if, and I don't know how many right fielders make that play in Major League Baseball. I'm not sure hardly anybody else in Major League Baseball makes that play the way that he did. And so that was an incredible play. And uh, and then you have a lead in game five that should have been 3-0, but instead was 2-0. Dodgers come back. And then you have a lead of 2-0 in game seven, and the Dodgers come back and steal a home run for you. And Cody Bellinger puts one where you can't catch it in the uh, in the upper deck. And as a result, uh, the Dodgers are going to have a lot of fans, and I think they have to be a prohibitive favorite to win their first World Series since 1988. So all of that very positive for the Dodgers if they are uh, if they're able to get it done. Uh, as a part of that, um, so we talked a ton about the NFL. We've talked a ton of college football, and we have gotten on a roll again with our gambling picks. The Outkick Six Pack. For those of you out there that have been following it, we have been absolutely killing it so far this year. I believe Dub. We were 16-8, and eight, um, if I'm not mistaken, coming into this weekend. And we went 4-0 on Sunday. So all four of our picks that we gave out to you on Friday in the final segment of the show, as we do every Friday, all four of those won. So we're now sitting at 20-8 and eight on the year, which is a pretty outstanding winning percentage of, let's see, 71.4%. That's insane. There's no way we can keep up that rate, but we're sitting at 20 and 8. Um, and we've got two more picks. Cause for those of you out there who are like, man, I, you know, I've I've got a hangover from the Dodgers and the Braves game, and uh, and I watched all the football over the weekend and Saturday and Sunday. Well, you're not done yet because we have a double header of NFL football. And first of all, the Chiefs are on the road against the Bills in what is an incredible game. And that game is starting at 5 o'clock Eastern. So a lot of you out there, 2 o'clock on the West Coast, a lot of you out there are going to be super surprised by this game underway. By the way, Chiefs a big favorite, I think. Five and a half point favorite on the road against the Bills in, uh, in Monday Night Football. And then the Cardinals going up against the Cowboys – the Cardinals are a small favorite. That game taking place in a regular time slot. Do you still like our – we're on the overs in both of those. Do you still like the overs in both of those dubs? Do you still think it makes sense? I still think it makes sense. feel good about a 6-0 and chance? I really do, and I especially like the Dallas one. I really don't think this Dallas offense is going to miss a beat with Andy Dalton back there, and I still think their defense is going to be an absolute train wreck. So I really like that Dallas-Arizona game. Dallas, Arizona over and the over in Kansas City and Buffalo. Those would theoretically get us, if we could win both of those, we would get to 6-0. and Although it seems that the overs have now gotten caught up uh, with the way things go. Uh, the, the market has adjusted and the overs haven't been hitting at anywhere near the, the rate in which they did before the season. Sorry, early in the season. All right. I appreciate all of you. We have got a fun week, trust me, coming for OutKick. Some big news coming down uh, Tuesday and Wednesday on this show. Keep your ears uh, perked up. Maybe Wednesday, Thursday, actually, uh, on this show. So uh, we've got a lot of good stuff coming in that direction. Congrats to the Dodgers. Condolences to... 
the Braves, and I feel like the Dodgers are going to get it done and win their first World Series since 1988. And I think, sadly for Braves fans, if the Braves had won, I think they would have won their first World Series since 1995. What does that tell you? I think the Rays are going down in this World Series. All right, appreciate all of you. Thanks for hanging out with us. Download the podcast. Make sure you don't miss a minute. This has been OutKick, Monday edition on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of OutKick, the coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. The best athletes don't just play the game, they change it. When it comes to investing, GameBridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive, it's easy, and best of all, it's on your terms. No wonder GameBridge has earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. Get started today with as little as $1,000 at GameBridge.io. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, Have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. 